0: All right, we're here, we're back. Back with Jared and Cork again. They've been steadfast uh, <laughs> attendees on the podcast. Haven't done one forever, and I've gotten some feedback that I need to do on, plus my Podbean podcast account, saying people are asking for it, apparently. I'm up to, I didn't tell you guys this, I'm up to like 1,100 followers on this stupid thing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not at 3.2 million, but I can't believe 1,100 people like to listen to my stupid ass. <laughs> All right, so the agenda we got is uh, we got we want to review my bear hunt. I went bear hunt for the first time up in Minnesota. You're gonna hear a lot of lot of joking at my expense. And then we've got Jared's uh, boy. He shot a deer, so just talking a little hunting stories that happened in South Dakota. And Corey and I, we went out the we had our duck opener. This last weekend, we had some good shoots. And then Jared and I are going out west, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we got some closing thoughts. So I guess, like any good host, I'm going to start talking to me. And feel free to ask questions and make fun of me. But uh, for, I had eight years preference. And I went in Unit 51 up in Minnesota. And that takes about, I think, four-ish years, maybe three years uh, to get that. I just hadn't, you know, the years didn't work out, so I'd just buy preference points and things like that so i went up to a place called reamer minnesota which is the samsquatch bigfoot whatever capital of the world or whatever they claim it is there's like bigfoot stuff everywhere it's hilarious and i couldn't figure it out until they told me about it and apparently the bigfoot's name is carl so anyways we went and did that um and uh i went with these people that i will praise them uh this place called wheezy outfitters Justin and his wife Alice own it and they do Let me see spring rainy river fishing summer guided fishing. I think some I don't know about fall fishing. They do grouse hunts bear hunts and then um, uh, ice fishing so they kind of made uh, made a company and a living out of that and I'll get into that stuff as well, but So anyways, I draw this bear tag. I'm excited. I do a little research. I get hooked up with these folks and First off, my review on Facebook is it's 15 out of 10, even though my situation was the goofiest ever. So I'll just kind of tell the timeline of that. So I hook up with these folks, pay my deposit, and they do a great job. And I go up there on the 31st, and they have kind of like their pre, I don't know, like hunt... slideshow i mean it was really great as well putting together i mean they they have new york strips and lobster tails on the grill and that so we were eating well the whole time we were there and they just kind of laid out and i went to bed early um you know didn't stay at the lodge or anything or the, they've got kind of you can camp out there and they've got a hotel there but they've got this little lodge garage kind of deal it's awesome so first morning or first day we only hunt evenings there but first morning Justin, he'd had, he'd finally drawn a tag and he had one bear on morning camera and he ended up shooting one. It was awesome. And I don't know anything about bears at all, other than I know I'm addicted to them now, but he shot one. And then that opening evening, I went into this spot and it was hilarious. Corey, you wouldn't be able to hunt. That's all I'm going to say about that. I looked up and I'm a big guy and they put me pretty tall in a tree and the thinner they are, or the taller they are, the thinner they get. And of course, it's windy too. I swear I was like just swaying back and forth, touching the ground over here, touching the ground over there. It was swaying so much. I think I was up like 20, I don't even know, like 26 ish feet or something like that. So it was tall up there And it was like, it was on this stand, and it was like a stand he'd had forever. And it was, I get it, it was a small stand and a small tree and that. But I'm a big guy, and I was like, oh my gosh. So, anyways, the first day goes by and and we don't we, nothing happens basically, and so we go back and we have some more dinner. I don't remember what we ate. all I know is like you gain weight eating out there out <laughs> there and then I went back to the same spot and like three o'clock, I think they drop, like by the time you get up there, it's like two, you know, and like at three o'clock, I'm listening to Tyler Friel the Thunder Talk podcast because I got bored. And I was like, oh, I'll bring a book. I'm like, there's no room for a book. And and the stand I had, and later I had a different stand, but the stand I had was like, there's so much. I don't even know how you'd like bring a backpack or anything up there. So I just filled my pockets. And I'd always like do that late. But anyways, I brought some noise canceling headphones. And all of a sudden I look out to my left and there's a bear. And I don't know much about bears, but if Justin's like 140 pounds, I'm guessing it was like 125. And I felt calm and everything and it's coming back from behind me on my left and so it's about one minute it gets to the bait it's quartering away and you wait they told you wait till it steps forward because it's got such a you know like an armored shoulder plate and i thought i'll be honest i was dead on it it felt like i mean i was calm and i thought i just center punched it and i'm like dope well they come i call them and they you know i had barely any reception they come back and, of course, first thing, I'm shooting like a 338, so I'm like, there should be blood. Can't find anything. And I'm like, what the heck, you know? And I thought I looked into a hole in the ground, but anyways, they take off and kind of start doing a little grid search and that. Well, they come back to find. I, I just missed. I missed, and I shot this hole through this freaking root of this tree, so I'm the great root hunter now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we go back, and it, by then it's too late to get in another stand without spoiling it, you know, just because it's like five and you sit till... I don't even know what it was, 8 o'clock or whatever. And they get you by 9 and all that good stuff. But anyways, so I go back and I check my gun because I had it dead on. I went out to Hunter's Point and had it dead on just at 50. I mean, just perfect because, I mean, they were short. And I was at 25 paces. I was shooting like 4 inches low. So I don't know. The one thing I learned about bear hunting there is like, Alice said, "She goes one thing: black crosshairs on black bears is hard. But I just still felt dead on. You know what I mean? Just because I I had a one by 75 scope on. You know what I mean? So it's just super low magnification as well. But one thing I learned is I think I'm gonna buy one of those. They were shoot. A lot of them people shoot those forty five seventies, and I'd shoot open sights with it because that way, I mean." When you're dragging your bear, you know, you put your gun on the rope and that stuff and drag it up, but it's through these trees, and you just, I don't know, you just tell you're knocking your gun around a little bit. I must have knocked it off. That's all I got. I must have knocked it off somehow. And then the next three days, I went to this favorite stand of Justin's where he a few guys shot their first bear, and I just never got another chance. But, I mean, Andrew, one of the guides there, he was saying, like, he thinks, like, state averages are, like, 33 percent he learned from a guy one of their their guests and that stuff from previous years and i think they shot like 12 out of 16 bears like 75 percent and then of course they gave me shit because they would have been like an 80 percent if i would have hit mine but anyways in the end though they went back to that stand and they cut that freaking root out <laughs> with a hole in it went to the gas station, made a DNR tag for it, and made a root tag for me. And I shit you not, it is still sitting on my mantle. (laughs) So anyways, that's kind of my bear hunt story. It's way more exciting, but I mean, you know, the one thing I learned, or more, there's way more to it, and I know I'm breezing through it, but like the one thing I'm obsessed with it, that Wheezy Outfitters, the 1,100 people that listen, there's quite a few in Minnesota, put your points in. I'll always put my points in, uh, to go to unit 51 every three or four years, as soon as I can. And I'm obsessed with bear hunting and I'm going to go to the no quota year, no quota areas, which are basically you apply online, but call it over the counter, if you will. Uh, up in Northwest Minnesota, my second cousins, got kind of a a outfit he's in cahoots with and that. So he invited me up and I told him, I'm loyal to these guys every year I can draw because Wheezy Outfitters is the best I've never done. I've done some guided hunts for ducks before and some of that stuff for pheasant when we get customers and work and that, but it was nicest people. Like the only thing that makes me sad is like, it was 16 of the coolest people ever. And we all became friends of all ages, you know, some of us are on Facebook and that, but um, it was awesome. You know, we'd get drunk after we got to know each other on some of those nights, and they'd give me such crap and that. But, you know, their guides were great. They had a guide, um, oh, I, gosh, and I brain farted. and I had wrote it down, written it down, but he's over in Fargo. He went to state and that for a little bit, so we had that. Talked a lot about duck hunting in South Dakota. and Just got to know all those people and that. And it was one of the coolest things ever, and all I did was get obsessed with bear camp, and I'm going to go every year, so... Jared, if you ever want to come with me, I'm gonna do like September 1st every year. I'm heading or I'm hunting in Minnesota, going bear hunting. Corey, they don't use ground blinds, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that 20, 20 feet in the air. It was tall. They have ladder stands though. They had some older guys in that like ladder stands where you feel. And I I don't know if they have bars across them or not. Like I, every time I was in, I was just in racks and on a on a on a stand. The second stand I was in was that one was in like a pine tree and that stuff. And Justin always goes, it always feels better because it feels like you got stuff to grab onto when you're falling. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like I'm obsessed with it. They're so cool. They're so awesome. Uh, people that we, I met there, like the one thing I said that makes me sad is like, just because it's a draw one, it's every so many years 2 you'll never know if you'll get to hunt or see those people, you know, again like that. And then like, uh, you know, the only negative I can give them is like, uh, they're freaking crazy up there with respect to, uh, they like peanut butter whiskey and grape juice and call them a peanut butter sandwich and they're like, isn't it delicious? And just for Alice and Justin and specifically Andrew, because they they're, they said they were going to listen to this, that's the worst shit I've ever put in my mouth. And you guys have seen some of the shit I've put in my mouth. So that's saying a lot. it's It's absolutely vile, so... I don't know. You got any questions about bear hunting for me? I just went on a 10 minute spiel. I've never done that this long here. Yeah.
1: Oh, go, go ahead, here. Corey. Uh, um, I, I had kind of asked you about this before, but um, I, I can't believe how you talk about how calm you were because I would
0: just think that what, when that bear is walking in, I, I, I think my adrenaline would just be insane. I don't know why I, I'll be honest. Cause it's the one thing like, I'll be, I'm not one of these people, you know, was I disappointed? Yeah. Was I sad? Yeah. Also one thing I wanted is I have eaten bear meat. It's wonderful. And two, I want a rug and I have my chance. And you know, that's one thing. There's a lot of bears there, but there's, you know, some people saw multiple bears, but you really just get a few chances. Cause I mean, in the end, it's Minnesota too. Like I was talking to my buddy, Tom was done. He goes, he went up to Manitoba, and he's like, that's stupid. He goes, you see 30 or 40 bears a night kind of thing. It's just different, a different game. But you also, you know, you're going across the border, you're dealing with this crap. And, and secondly, like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I was calm. Like, I thought, you know, and, and my dad was sick too, and so I was like, man, I did this for my dad, so I felt bad about that. But, like, uh, I do want one more than anything. And the one thing I figured out, though, like, there's certain things – you just know yourself well enough. Like I, I could not have enough bear skin rugs or bear meat in the freezer and that stuff. Like there is something about bears that like, I love to dove hunt, but forget, I'll, I don't know if I'll be shooting doves again because September 1st, my ass is going to be in Northern Minnesota, but I don't know. I don't know why I felt calm. You know how you can tell when you're just, you feel calm. I'll just say, I felt like a center punching and it. It didn't roll like I don't know enough about bears that I like, didn't roll. I'm like, oh no, it took off running like you know, like sometimes a deer does, and that. Well, I just missed, shot under it, but I don't know. I like I I was just calm. That's all there was to it. But like I'll shoot a lever action open sight now. Maybe I'll put a peep on it, but I'm gonna shoot open sights. The only thing bad about that is like they're like 20, twenty, thirty, maybe forty. I don't. I thought up there it's so thick. That's one thing I learned. I mean, I've been up there before grouse hunting, but when the leaves are off, but it's still so thick. I mean there are no 50 yard shots it just doesn't exist you know yeah. so but yeah i'm gonna shoot open sights i'm gonna buy a lever action gun and i'm gonna shoot open sights and i'm gonna shoot a forty five seventy. it just puts a big wall upon them and that way if i rack my gun it's opens well it doesn't knock scopes off you know it's just yeah. i mean my muzzle loader here in south dakota we shoot open sights i have as soon as i i bought that when i was Right, I think I was in college, and so I'm that's going on 20 whatever years, and I've never touched those sites ever since I first shot it. So, anyways, yeah, I was calm. Um, they're beautiful, man. I mean, they're they're super. That's the only I mean, I've seen bear like a couple bears in the wild, like once, maybe it's no, twice. I saw them in Yellowstone, and then I saw one in northern Minnesota at a bachelor party one time. We were up at Walker, up near where I was, too, and I just saw one off the side of the road and that, and it was cool, but when they're walking in, I mean, you're just like, yeah, what a crazy animal, man, and, like, crazy, like, it's awesome, those guys, man, they bust ass, too, like, they're up there, like, uh, you know, Casey, he's, he lives, I think, in St. Cloud, if I'm not mistaken, and I think he's either a pipe fitter or a plumber, um, and, uh, he, uh, but he fished a lot. He's coming down. I'm going to go and I'm around that weekend too if you guys want to go and meet him. But he does a lot of fishing. But he'll be at uh, that Todd Heikamp, Dakota angler, the weather service guy. He does that ice institute thing. That's on and he's coming down for that as kind of pro staff. And so I'm going to see him there. But man, made a lot of friends. Corey, you were set did you have a question, man?
2: Oh, I was just, I love, I love uh, like the camaraderie of
0: those guys making that, that tag for the root. Oh, my God. Well, you saw it on Facebook. They got pictures of it. You know, they they weighed the thing. It's three freaking pounds, you know. I mean, it's, you know, and that, like they sent me, a, Andrew sent me a message one-on-one. He goes, hey, I've given you enough crap. I'm like, I am one of those guys where I can take crap. There are certain things like that one buck I blew, the biggest deer I've ever shot, I blew the leg off of and watched it run off the sunset. I've had a few bad things happen, not a lot. And that's hunting 101. You know, like Justin was telling me, he goes, he was telling me about this Bear, I can't remember, what it wasn't last year because it takes every few years, but he goes, I missed one at like 20 yards. I couldn't believe it. You know, same thing, it just happens. He goes, that's hunting. And like I said, I was, I, I felt so calm, I thought I just center punched it. Like, I was just like, it just felt perfect, you know, and I it, I, I, haven't had that. Well, I mean, I, I've heard of people having that. God, it felt good and you miss, you know, so. But yeah. My dad, my dad did the same thing uh, deer hunting West River. Oh, yeah.
2: Just a rock-solid, perfect shot, he thought. Went to try to track it, and no blood trail. He went back to where he shot from, and he's like, yeah, I don't get it. It was right there, and, and sure enough, there was a, a branch broken
0: off. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he brought it back to camp
2: and uh, told the story, and then the next year, one of the guys made uh, a custom shadow box.
0: <laughs> inside of it. You hear, you hear that, Andrew? I want a freaking shadow box for my root. <laughs> I shit you not. It's on the counter. I took a picture and sent it over to those guys on Facebook, too. That was awesome. Yeah, we had Caleb. That's a Caleb, was there, and there was uh, Austin. And just all these guys, too. And they, they, I think they had probably, I'm guessing, too, because I didn't think this all through.
1: I don't know, a half
0: dozen guys are so up there helping and that. And, you know, they got their kids and that, so it's neat little family stuff, and you're shooting the breeze, and they're just, you know, everybody's just normal people and that and you're just all trying to get it done and that and it was the one thing that was weird too not in a bad way because i would have done the same thing it's like you know people shoot their bear and there's no sense in staying there so they go home and so bear camp gets keeps getting smaller you know at in the end i think there was i don't even know four five six of us maybe that didn't that at the end and and this guy nathan he uh he's like you Corey, yeah I didn't realize this till the very end. He's like he's he got he end kind up of getting one. He does some uh, his is Stillwater outdoors. So anybody wants to listen to that, it's on YouTube. But uh, he's like you. He, he's he's friends with people like me, and then I come to find out he's a youth youth minister, uh, <laughs> just across the river and from uh, Duluth or the lake from Duluth or whatever. I think it's over by, I'm uh, losing it, Superior side in that. But anyways, he's a youth pastor, and I'm like, instantly I regret some of my language around him. <laughs> it was great. I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I found this out on Thursday after a week together. But yeah, yeah, it was super, super great time. So I don't know. Like, I can't wait. I'm going to go up northwest um, to my with my cousin and that. And uh, second cousin, Scott, he, he was sending me messages, giving me advice and that. And his son shot like a, his son, I think, got a 500-pound bear up there. I, the, that was something, um, um, one of the guys in camp that I'm friends with on, online, too. And it's on that Wheezy Out, Outdoors Facebook page. But he, they thought it was like 480, but the scale was off, and they took it into the um, processor one to get the meat, but they also were going to take the, take the hide and that. And I don't know what he's doing with it. But it ended up being like 530, and that's their new that was their camp record, the biggest bear shot there. He shot at a 6'5 Creedmoor. Really? Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. But it just tore everything up in there. It says a heck of a kill shot, Justin said. He said the only tough part is even if it gets all, all, all up in there and that, he goes, the, they just don't leave that big a hole. You know, and they just, they're, there's just fatty animals on that outside gristle and it just plugs up. So that's my bear camp story. I don't want to dominate this whole thing. We talked about 20 minutes and 10 minutes of which was just me. Uh, We did have next on the agenda. Jared actually sent a message over uh, with a picture in that. Jared's son got it done. And we always like to talk about taking kids hunting and all that good stuff. I should probably talk about Ethan's hunt too after this for talking kids hunting, but Tell us about your son's hunt, Jared. Where was was that at? Uh, was that at some of the ground you've been hunting previously? You don't have to say the location, yep. that stuff, but yep. okay, yep, down southeast. southeast. Let's go to okay. Uh, yeah, it was a
1: you know, it was our typical. We went down on uh, Saturday uh, for the morning. Didn't see anything. Uh, went home. We we had something going on in the afternoon. Went home went to church in the morning and then headed back down there on Sunday. And, uh, he was starting to get pretty discouraged. Uh, cause it was getting real close to, end of day. Mm-hmm. It, it was probably, you know, cause the picture I sent you, it was dark.
0: Already. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing about white tails too, man. It feels like they oh, just hold out. to Last the, second. Yep, you bet. Yep. Um,
1: yeah, he actually, he was getting pretty antsy, getting bored, and uh, he got up, go to the bathroom, and uh, sure enough, as he's walking back,
0: like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> were you in a ground um, blind? No, 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 we were sitting up in the barn. Oh, okay. Uh, so he, uh, he crawled up back over to his gun and his hay bale, and... Mm-hmm.
1: He sat there for, I got it on video, it, it was, he sat on there for two and a half minutes. Oh, really? Sat
0: on her and waited for the right shot. Well, that's probably uh, what I should have done. I should have had him. Yeah, but in the <laughs> end, I go, you, you wouldn't get a trophy route. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he,
1: he, he did a great job making sure everything was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he She was sat there facing us for a long time, and then she finally walked over a little bit and then stopped again. And uh, she had been stopped for about 30 seconds, and he felt good enough, took the shot. Perfect. Uh, she dropped about 50 yards away. Nice. If that, even. Nice. Um, he, at, when I asked him about how he thought about it, uh, this is his second year. Uh, it was two years ago. It was his first. And,
0: and he said that uh, this this trip was way better he just felt more confident yeah. with the gun because now
1: he's been in forage shooting sports for three years
0: what, what 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 caliber was he shooting
1: uh he shot a seven millimeter
0: remmeg yep oh wow that's a big gun good
1: yeah he uh, he actually to me he goes, huh I thought it'd kick a little more.
0: Really? I was like, oh, yeah. M.M.O.D. 8? No, Red Mag. Woo, okay. <laughs> wow, I, yep. so when he leaves for college, you know he's going to pat you on the shoulder and say, you're the man yeah. of the house now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kidding. Go ahead. No, he, uh, he does a very good job of pocketing his guns, his rifles, Yeah. Uh, and they they really emphasize that in uh, 4-H shooting sports. So that that's
1: really helped. Cool. Uh, yeah, we walk down out of the barn. We walk around uh, and, uh, there's this buck little forker yeah. standing there, staring at us. And, or actually when we walked up out of the barn, we just come around the barn to the front side of it wh- where we shot out of. It, and, uh, my trail cam alerted me that there was a picture cause I got the cellular ones and there was a buck on it. And mm-hmm. then we walk up to where the deer ran and there was the buck standing over that doe. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Just right around the corner. Just stood there and stared at us for about 10 seconds and then huh. bolted away. I thought that was kind of, kind of neat. Yeah. Didn't have to uh, go on the hunt track blood, yeah. I had everything out and ready and there she was
0: right there. Alright, so, did you eat that heart yet? <laughs> no. Oh. no. Um, that, that got pretty messy. Uh, oh, the, he, that's we, that where he shot her? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, that's hard, he man. man just... And uh long and top of the heart, it just wasn't, yeah. yeah that red mag did a bit of damage to that. Yeah. I got one left from last year. Well, for everybody that hasn't heard from us because it's been five months or four months or whatever, we're heart connoisseurs here <laughs> for that. All right, cool. I think I still have one left too. So. Yeah, yeah, I got one left. Maybe we'll bring it out west when we go. Cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else about that hunt? No, no. It, it was just a really good,
1: solid experience. That's awesome. It was great. And he he really enjoyed
0: it too. So Cool. Well, I'll do a two-minute spiel. I took Ethan out. He went, and this is a shout-out to that uh, that Leif Erickson YMCA camp. They sent out a, an email about this tail feathers camp, and it's one week, and they teach him outdoor stuff, archery, shooting. They also teach him, like, survival skills and first aid. They walk out of it with their firearm certificate. They walk out of it with their BOED certificate here in South Dakota. And... They did kind of a European-driven hunt out at Top Gun and Howard. So he got to go out, and they, they line up the kids, and they all shoot because, you know, they're kids and that, and they, they don't go one-on-one, but they they do a little driven hunt where they would get birds to kick up a bird or two at a time, and they'd all shoot at and that. So, you know, there are a couple times where you just know you hit it and that. So there's a couple where you got some nice shots and got some birds and that, but it was awesome. So he did a little mini-European hunt where they really drive the birds and the corn to you you know and you just kind of stand and block if you will so you know the dads or or some dads candidly they just said they don't know enough about guns so they had volunteers i think from the, i don't know if it's pheasants forever isaac walton league one of those things and uh, just helping guide kids and making sure they're safe and that, you know, make sure guns are up and that, but he, he got obsessed with it, and he got, came home with two roosters, and you know exactly, he's just gotten into cooking, so you know exactly what he wanted to do, he wanted to make dinner for the family, so, you know, we put some pheasants in a crock pot, and did a little simple cream of mushroom soup, and put them on mashed potatoes, and, you know, the most Midwest way to make pheasants ever, you know, I like to do it a little different, but, you know, kids like, Kids basically like pheasants, gravy, and mashed potatoes. They turned out awesome too. Brooke Brooke was telling me that she was they're phenomenal. I go, yeah, yeah. So we kept uh we they would clean them out there, but we actually just kept them. So we we took uh, the breasts and we took the legs and everything out of them too, just to let them try it. You know, you know how it is, kid. They want to save as much as they can because it's theirs, which you're proud of them for doing too. So that was a good little experience for them too. And they did it. It's a preserve. I mean, it's a preserve. So they're do did it like. Uh, September 12th-ish or something like that. So, yeah, it was cool. That was right after I did that wild game feed at Plums. That was super awesome, too. So, uh, Cork, let's get to you, man. It was the duck opener for anybody that doesn't know. My buddy Corey and I are duck hunting fanatics. And as much as we're fanatics we never duck hunt together uh and now it's become some satire and i think now it's actually become just uh, you know some hurt feelings to be honest between <laughs> him not inviting me out to his land that he owns and me never taking him to my cool duck hunting spots where you need a boat and that stuff so we're dear friends but we also sound like we despise each other so cork <laughs> talk about your hunts i'm just surprised you consider me <laughs> I, I use that term so frickin' loosely. <laughs> like I said, Corey, we used to go to church next to this bar called the Top Hat. So I'd take a picture and go, your church, and then point a picture at the bar and go, my church. <laughs> We're the opposites attract friends. <laughs> go ahead, Cork. Well, How was the opener for you? Uh, it, was, it was a pretty decent opener. I mean,
2: we, we got out there and, oh, actually, we set up the night before. If we, if we can, we like to get out there and just get the decoys out because both me and, and uh, my cousin Mike are not, not real morning people, so <laughs> the longer we can sleep, the better. But uh, the water was so low this year that we were really limited on where we could set up just because of the, uh, how many reeds were out there. but um, So we were kind of set up in a, in a rough spot where it was a lot of passing shots. And I tell you what, after not shooting for... Whatever, just shy of a year, and you got teal buzzing
0: you at about Mach two. Yeah, I, I went through a lot of shells. Oh shit, I did too. I'm with you, <laughs> and I shot league this year. In fact, there were I, both me and and
2: Micah. We had a like group of teal coming, or you know, just a pair of teal
0: flying by. Yeah, aiming at the front one, second the back one dropped. <laughs> a oh. Bit behind. Yeah, that's always a great one. Nice shot. Yeah, I always like to shoot the back one first. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, how many did you get on the opener, did you say? Did you get eight, nine, something like that? We got nine on the opener, and then we went out uh, that Monday. I had the day off. We went yeah. out, and we got 12. So. And just for anybody who knows, I texted Corey on Sunday, and I go, how'd you do? And he goes, it's church day, Nathan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was me too. Sorry, man. <laughs> we ended up going out, and we went to a new spot. We didn't go fit or hunt the lake. We went to a new spot that Reed found, and the opener we went out, Reed, who lives up in Volga, Tommy, and Andy V, and myself. And we you can shoot the six, and then you can get those bonus teal for two, so it's eight. You, but you get, they gotta be blooming teal. Um, and we shot. We should, you know, candidly, too, I shot like crap for, you know, first however long. And, you know, they're like, we're on the wrong spot, and then we realized we shot, I think it was, did I say 27-ish or something, 27 of the 32 we got. So, I mean, it was a heck of a shoot. I mean, even with, you know, it's like one of those things, I might have been dipping into the third box, one of those deals, you know what I mean? It was, and I shoot that, I bought that Pattern Master that our buddy Riley Recommended and don't get me wrong it is a tight pattern they're dead they're dead that kind of thing and i don't have i mean I'm, you always have, it seems like you can get a cripple but they're so tight but man you miss you miss that's the other thing <laughs> so we did that and i think it was just reed tommy and i and we could shoot our 24 and i think we end up with like 20, 22 or something like that so i don't know about just shy of 50 ducks the opening weekend you know with seven shooters 49 I'm about average about seven a, seven a person out of the eight that's good and anyway, you know like I said I made I just sent a picture of these guys I had some venison sausage and I forgot the shrimp put in it which was in the recipe but then I put some duck breast in it and I made duck gumbo and it turned out awesome it turned out really good and I got poppers marinated too cork did you make all your ducks as poppers yep yep we uh
2: yeah we actually just Second batch last night, and uh, everybody was saying it's the best duck
0: they'd ever had. What's the wife think of it? Loves it. Good. Absolutely loves it. All right, so yeah, and we've said it on this one before: one part honey, one part soy, one part olive oil. Mix it, marinate it overnight. You can put a jalapeno if you want spice. You can put a banana pepper. You can put a poblano if you want some smoky wrapping and bacon. So I've, I've actually gotten out wearing wrapping and bacon, but put it in a skewer cook it how you want it done i prefer a little more rare but it's just it's a solid duck recipe and what it does too is you know like there's so many times where i don't know sometimes wild game i people like it's gamey well you still have to season food you wouldn't not season a steak you know what i mean cork and so i mean if you, you make, make it you know, like so that many, it, 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 it gets people on game what were you saying man go ahead last night the comment was made that if you wouldn't have told them that it was duck you know just like a blindfold taste test they would have said it, they would have believed you if you would have said it was a deer steak oh i agree i agree yeah. like it's a, like you could you could put it out there and i don't know what i don't know if people would know what it was the other than it tastes good like i mean it's such a unique flavor and i've said this to you and i'll be blunt and some people get give it, and i go first way to eat a duck is to not let it taste exactly like a duck you know what i mean and there's nothing wrong with it but that is just a heck of a marinade and that goes like i said to my buddy andy and his dad george they did it with doves and that and we started doing it with ducks and it's awesome so that's great i'm glad i always get excited and we'll get sidebarred here i do have some pickled fish for you micah and your parents i am all out of honey because i just used the last of it to marinate my ducks so if you're picking up what i'm laying down i'll be swinging over to drop something off if you have something on your front step for me to pick up <laughs> that's, uh, that's funny my parents literally just said we should give nate some honey <laughs> <laughs> i kid you not i got three jars of pickled northern sitting here waiting for you i was gonna wait till this podcast to tell you about it. i just did it for that game feed here earlier this month so it's sitting perfect like i said it's been in the freezer for six months so nothing to worry about but yeah i got some pickled fish and I got some, uh, I don't know if you guys want, or if you got garden veggies, but I got tomatoes coming around my ears, so I'll drop off some veggies too, but yeah, <laughs> that's great. I do need that honey, though. The worst part is, like, I hide it from my kids because it's extra special and good, but I've been hiding it from Brooke now. I hope she doesn't listen because she is such, you know, I'm going to use the term, she's turned into a crackhead for your parents' honey. It's obscene. Like, she'll be like, I'm like, where'd it go? It's gone. She's like, well, I ate it. I'm like, why would you eat it all? <laughs> So it's it's the best it's the best I've had, man. It's better than anything you get at a farmers market. It's the best. So, cool. Anything else you got, Cork? Are you got? Are you going hunting this weekend? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably go out again. I'm I sure think a little bit slow, a little bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Shot. I'm going Saturday, Sunday. I got caught up. And I've got a honeydew list. That I just promised I'd have done Labor Day. That's not done. So that's how good I'm doing for uh, some bedroom work for Blake. So. All right. So then we've got. I, uh, yeah. I gotta tell you, Nate. I uh, I uh, on
2: Monday I actually had a pretty good series of
0: shots. I uh, dropped five spoonies out of one group. What? How did that? Yeah. How did that happen? And good for you, uh, <laughs> because yeah, you know, I good. I don't know if this will probably hit home because, but I'll say this: spoonies' lives don't matter for me, and I have no problem saying that. <laughs>
2: Just they came in super tight. I didn't even flock shoot, I just picked one out.
0: And shot. And oh my god, Micah said he,
2: he got because he uh, he had first tried to shoot, but he forgot to chamber one. I think and by the time he racked it, he looked up and there were three <laughs> at least three he said mm-hmm. flopping in the water, and then I. I got off two more shots and I even had time to, to get one more, one reloaded
0: oh and drop the, the last shot. <laughs> so you've smacked five spoonies out of a SWAT and Micah's over there like, <laughs> what's he gonna do next? Walk on water like Tombstone? <laughs> With an 870 nonetheless. What? Really? Yeah. God dang, man. Good for you. I, told what I, should. Okay. I, I got an 870. I should break that thing out. Go old school. I haven't shot an 870 in how long?
2: I may, I may never shoot a, a bufflehead, but I
0: can now say I dropped five spoonies. I got to tell you something. I should start feeling bad about that. So Cork's favorite duck that he's always wanted my was a bufflehead, and it seems like every <laughs> every year I've got a, a picture or five of oh, a pair of them that I've shot, and I go, you should have been here. <laughs> That's not right. That's terrible. <laughs> they are I have awesome. have my own custom, custom painted Buffalo head decoys and I still can't <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you, man. Like I said, we got to get together and do it. We, we've been hanging out together. what I've been at Interstates for seven years now, so probably call it six years. And we figured out we like hunting and all that stuff together and we haven't done it. We shot League together. We've hung out and gone turkey hunting on that Doug Duran thing together and sure as heck here now we are not duck hunting together. When we, <laughs> whatever. It's stupid. Also, we got to Hey, I want to make sure this, I, I, like I said, and it's, it sounds bragging, but it's actually trying to do favors of friends. Do a plug. Uh, uh, Cork's wife wrote a children's book. Do a plug for that thing and say where they can get it. Yeah. So my wife, uh,
2: Lifelong dream of getting a bush book published. Uh, she wrote a children's book about a, a moose that uh, kind of disobeys his parents and learns a lesson, but uh, showing unconditional love. It's kind of a, it's a good story, but um, yeah, you can get it. It's called uh, Carlisle Moose Loves to Bugle by Whitney Kospol. Uh You can get it at on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, or you can hit me up and
0: we, we have a, a supply that we have that we can sell you. All oh, right, sweet. To. Well, how about this? I will hit you up when I bring it up. I'll buy it for Navy. Okay? Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I saw that online. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, I'll say. I don't think I said it like that because I'm a little rough around the edges of a cork, but I thought it was cool. So awesome. Good for her. That's great. Um, next thing we got is uh, Jared and I. So this is the year of all years for hunting for me. Like I drew a bear tag, and like I said, I'm going to be going every year now. And then I grew I drew a eastern half of Harding County. I'll just say it because there's only like four of a dozen of us, I'll call it. I think there's two bull tags and ten cow tags. But on the eastern half of Harding County, sorry, someone's IMing me because they see I'm online on the computer. But I drew a cow elk tag out in the prairie. And then on top of it, I talked to Jared. Because I know nothing about elk, so there's nothing better than going with your other buddy that knows nothing about elk. And so we, so we got Slim Butte's archery access permits because my buddy Andy said there's some nice mule deer in there. And then he, I got a doe and kid antelope tag, and Jared's got a buck tag, right? Or any tag, I should say. Yeah, any. So basically we're getting out there. I don't even remember the dates. I'm saying I think it's Thursday we get out drive out and so Thursday or maybe it's Friday. I don't even remember the dates anymore. It's on the calendar but we get out there and from that until Sunday is antelope open and the, the elk is open as well all through throughout this time we're going to be there. And then after that Jared can put the gun down and grab the bow and I'll have my bow if we get lucky enough to get an elk and we go mule deer hunting. So we've got like Essentially, I'll call it five tags going out there. And I told them, I go, you know what'll happen? What'll happen is this. I go, and I'm fully expecting going out there to get skunk because I'm not much of an archer. I've shot two antelope in my life. They're fun. Good Lord, this thing. They're fun to shoot and all that good stuff. And I know nothing about elk. So what'll happen naturally is we'll fill all five tags and not know what to do with all the meat and be all stressed out over something dumb like that. So that's a... That's the best part of what we got. So he and I are going out in the very northwest part of South Dakota, staying in Buffalo, uh, and then going out. Elk, antelope, and archery mule deer hunting together, aren't we? Yep. So we haven't prepped at all. He's asking me about food. I haven't even thought about it. But this weekend, I'm half tempted. I've got, you know, and this is, I haven't even dropped it on you, so we're just going to be having our own conversation here. But I've got a generator a spare deep freeze and i don't know what you got for a trailer or what if you want to bring the four-wheeler and all that stuff out but i mean i'm thinking we should bring deep freeze and coolers yeah so yeah you got a deep freeze yeah. yeah i bought i bought a i bought a 25 a 24.7 cubic foot one in case i get all this stuff and i got my old smaller one that i was thinking about putting in a trailer grabbing my generator i got and just bringing it out there and firing up the generator getting the deep freeze cool and using that as a cooler and get a deep freeze on that meat and that so that's uh i'm stoked for that trip i don't know what do you got to say about that trip jared all i guys like as, as an agenda topic so
1: yeah i oh man i'm super pumped I, I i really hope we can land that you know the elk in my opinion is top priority for even me uh i have enough tags
0: to don't worry. Back here too, too. <laughs> Hold on. Just so no. we just so we preface it this. I'll share the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if your ass is gonna be putting it in that what do you you have a mystery ranch, don't you? Yep. Yeah, he's got a mystery ranch, I got Everly stock. If he's gonna help me walk that out of there, you damn well will better get some. <laughs>
1: Really? I got... Yeah, he, he goes to Montana and does a hunt every
0: year. I keep applying for Montana points, and I don't know, because they've got bonus and preference. Most confusing thing in the world. Give South Dakota credit. It's pretty basic. Here's your preference point. Boom. I don't like It's cube, but it's straightforward, and it's out there. Montana with bonus, preference, all this stuff. It's just confusing. I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm applying for the right stuff, and they're expensive, too, so that's my one beef on that, but... I have applied out there, and I look forward to going out there. I'd like to go spring bear hunting, to be honest, out, out in Montana. Sure. Cork, we could do that, because that, they, 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 they spot and stalk them. They don't go in the trees for that, if you ever want to go. go. Might have to consider that. I know. I think it would be an absolute blast I'd go out in spring I, that bear. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, they do spring bear in Montana, so you can go west out where it's grizz country, which gets people a little puckered or you can go east over in the river breaks country and you know it's a spring black bear hunt so i yeah like i said it's all spot and stock you don't sit a tree there like minnesota it's just different style but i'm bear obsessed it's the best thing ever what else about that west river hunt jared what else go you guys are gonna have fun That, that slim butes area is pretty cool country yeah, I, my, my buddy Andy was talking about He goes, yeah, it's just flat, and all of a sudden, boom, out of it. it looks like elk country, and then boom, it goes flat again. Yeah, we used to, we used to hunt uh,
2: deer uh, in the, uh, I don't know if that's considered Slim Buttes, but the Custer Forest, just north of Highway 20 there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat out there.
0: Did you guys ever run an elk there? Uh,
2: I never did. I, I want to say that uh, some of the guys had that that had done some uh, uh like spring turkey hunting
0: really they'd run into him i but. kid you not so i'm on this call with one of our customers and i go oh where's so so-and-so and i don't say he's oh he's out elk hunting he got a prey, prey tag oh i got one too i got the east side of harding the slim buttes he goes i got the cow tag he goes he's out there right now with that one and he shot one i'm like i will be talking to so-and-so very soon <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for the goats too. Uh, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, a,
1: a nice big muley be a terrific catch too. That that would be.
0: Gosh, but last year how you're better with a bow than me though. So like, you get first dibs, so man.
1: On. And now this year we're gonna see nothing but whitetail
0: Yeah, but it's any deer, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know? but yeah, but like, yeah, same thing. Like, yeah, everybody goes. Oh, let's go out there. Go make sure you get the access. you are going out. And a nice part too is I still got December because that elk tag is like mid-September and everybody's like, why aren't you out?" My buddies were like, why aren't you all hunting? I go, it's the duck opener. And they're like, we don't understand you at all. I go, I would rather shoot my limited ducks or try to get my limited set ducks than shoot an elk. And they're like, you're effing crazy. Get away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, I'm that duck obsessed. I am obsessed with ducks. Corey knows it. My, I like my buddy, Reed, I told him, I go, I've shot some nice deer. I get more excited shooting ducks than I do deer. And he goes, you're absolutely crazy. And I am, I'm crazy for ducks, but yeah, I'm stoked for that. I've never been, I've never, I've never been out to that point. I've been to Harding County just enough to turn around because I was hunting Butte County when I took Brooke out goat hunting and that stuff. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that this is yeah. on the agenda do you guys what other tags do you guys have for this fall I just have a East River any 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 like rifle or what no boat oh bow! I got gotcha. you. yep I uh, I think I applied for the muzzleloader just doe tag yeah just in case yeah I'm gonna get that too I already got that going Cork what'd you draw did you draw anything
2: yeah, I got uh, Black Hills Whitetail, um, and then East River rifle for the farm, and oh, nice. then obviously the archery
0: statewide. I went and got uh, I got West River special buck from my buddy's ranch, and then my buddy from Minnesota. He's been deer hunting, I think, like five or six times. And he goes to his father-in-law's up north in Minnesota, and it's 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 not a lot, I don't know, let's say 30 acres. I'm guessing, I don't even know. I don't have any facts about it, but it's a smaller track of ground. So you got a blind, you got wolves, and he's just never pulled the trigger up there. And so he's got a hills tag, and he's very excited. So he's never shot a deer, he's 42, you know, and he's really excited, and he goes, like, I, I had the kids on the phone. He goes, You think you'll think you have a good chance? I go, Well, I don't know. I, sh- I, I had 21 bucks that we counted with the kids, and probably about 15 I'd pull the trigger on. If I pull the trigger, I'm not sitting there like 170s. So I'm like 130, 140 inch deer. I'd shoot 130 inch Hills deer every time because some of them you look at them, just got cool character. They're just small, but they got character. And he goes, I Really? Shit, bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, how do you tell what they are? Jared, please. <laughs> Anyways, when I get Ethan on the phone, I go, Ethan. They've been delicious. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yeah. The oysters and all. (laughs) But it was, Ethan told him, he goes, yeah, my dad's not lying. There's a lot of deer. And that was like, when I took the kids out with those, and that was with mentor tags. So we just had doe tags. So I was just deer watching like I was a bird watcher. Uh, But that was like November 17th. So we're going to go out that. I think it's like Thursday or Friday through Tuesday somewhere in there, and you know I've got that tag. I mean I've had like 13 years preference, but just it's another one of those. I just kept buying the points and not really applying for it. But um, you know I first off hope he gets a chance. I'll just shoot whatever too. And I'm I like I like filling freezers and I like night, I like don't get me wrong I want to shoot trophy bucks, but at the same time I like filling freezers too. So that should be fun. So I got a couple deer hunts. In that and I got that elk tag got that go tag and whiffed on the bear tag got some uh, got some ducks in the freezer well they're gonna get eaten already I'm the same as you cork I started I made gumbo that brook thought was lights out and I'm gonna make poppers as well so it's been it's been a fun start to the season I mean missing a bear sucks because I really would have liked to have gotten that and I've had some bear roasts that are lights out but it's been fun right off about ducks I'm looking forward to going out with Jared and I got December too. That elk tags like mid-September through end of October and that stops in November and that starts in December again. So we'll see. I'm excited though. It should be a good year. The other thing I was I talking... Mean, go ahead.
2: On a positive note, Nate, you're not going to get trichinosis from that. Rudd. <laughs> <It's
0: laughs> t- I always said I go, I can make tea with it. If I gnaw it, yeah. I'll have really white <laughs> teeth. <Yeah. laughs> God. What gun do you bring in West River? Ombre, I I went uh, um, I've got excited. I'm going to shoot it again but um, I'm bringing my 7mm okay. I, I got I got that uh, Diamondback glass on it that 4x12 or 4x14 I don't even remember it was 4x12 4x14 it's just I've shot my last few deer with it it's just comfortable the weight's right it just it's becoming my favorite gun I, that what is that even that's a is that a Thompson on it, I think? A Thompson, whatever Jim Shocky was shooting those one years. those was Thompson, not Compass, but the Ventures or whatever. And then I put some uh, Diamondback glass on it. I got a Black Friday Cabell's deal. It was like 420 bucks marked down to 230 or something weird like that. I mean, just obscene. And so I put that on that years ago, and I'm going to bring that thing. I'll bring two out. I've always bought backup guns, too. So that's just something I do just in case, because I've had all hell break loose, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, that's my game plan. What are you bringing for? What are you bringing for that uh, antelope? You gonna shoot a seven mm? Yep, seven. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was fun when we went to the range. That or my muzzle loader. So yeah. yeah, there's that. Well, you can always borrow, borrow mine, and uh, hoping my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, but you know, I just, I had. You ever looked at something so often, you you justify it that you deserve it. Yeah, I bought a two fifty seven Weatherby in a Syracot and Badlands camel. That's in the gun cabinet that I hope she doesn't look in. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I gotta go I'm half tempted to go over to Andy's quick like here before we go. Have him put I got some glass for that too. Put some glass on that and bring that sucker out there. That that's a tack driver. That's my buddy had a two fifty seven Weatherby and I think his was like a, that Mark IV, which is like the, Way expensive gun. This gun was like six hundred bucks. That's like a whatever how many, That's over a thousand dollar gun kind of thing. But that was the flattest shooting gun I've ever shot. It was crazy. There's a lot of powder. It's a twenty five caliber, and it's it's a tack driver. So, anyways, yeah, I did something that I never owned up to. Let's hope she doesn't. If, listen, if Brooke is
2: listening. You got a great deal for
0: it. Was only like two hundred bucks, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways, so we're back to closing thoughts. We'll start off with Jared. Jared, any closing thoughts for about darn near an hour and 52 minutes in, but go ahead, my friend. Oh, just, uh, yeah, there's uh, already
1: had a, you know, probably the highlight of my season was my boy getting his, but, uh, you know, there's some really good stuff coming down the pipe yet. Uh, West River, uh, like, Corey's got me real excited. I was worried or wondering about the
0: layout of the land out there, and uh, now I'm pretty pumped for it. Yeah, like going to be pretty awesome. That's a cool part. I forgot to even talk to Cork about it. I'll, I'll do that after this. We'll set something up. Maybe I'll grab a beer and you can have a sarsaparilla, Corey, and uh, <laughs> we can uh, we can go over it. In that, but I am I'm curious too because Corey's been out there. I've not. I like I said the only I've probably only been a hundred yards into Harding County to turn around as I was. Hunting on the north half of Butte County when I was antelope hunting, so I'm excited for that too. Yeah, we should get together and uh, discuss that. Yeah, I'll pull up the yeah. onyx and that stuff and get his insight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cool. Cork, what about you, my brother?
2: I'm just looking forward to some more duck hunting. You know, the weather's been fairly fairly nice. Yeah. So it usually means we got a few more weekends at least before stuff start free- starts freezing over.
0: Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to the Black Hills. That one's coming up first of November. We're heading out. So. Are you staying? How long are you staying out there? Maybe we'll cross paths. I'm 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 staying down at Custer State Park and that, and go hunt around there. But I'm going out. I think it's six through ten. I think six through ten. I think we're heading
2: out the thirtieth through the
0: fourth, something like that. Oh, well, I'll miss you. But if you get into something, I may call you. Not for me, but like I said, for my dear buddy, he's he's pretty stoked about it. And like I said, I think we can get you a halfway decent buck. You know, if four days out there, you're going to run across something to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. I appreciate that. My last one. Mine's my sentimental one. I have never done anything like this. So anybody that knows this, my dad and I, we had a tough pass. He had a tough life. He had a rough life and all that stuff, and when I was going up bear hunting, I got a call that he was actually going into hospice, and on my way back from bear hunting, I got to say my last words to him And that. My dad didn't have a lot. Uh, to be honest, I always said this, too. There's many times he couldn't, he didn't have enough to rub two nickels together, uh, but from the afterlife, that uh, that old SOB could pull some stuff out. He left me a Browning A5 that he never even took out of the packaging and that stuff. That was pretty special to me, that I couldn't believe he did that. So we made our amends, don't get me wrong. It was a tough childhood with him, and we made our amends even before all this. But he called me, oh, called two or three months ago, said he had six months to 24 months, and he he didn't make it three, if you will. So that was pretty awesome of him. So thanks, Pops. I appreciate that. That's my closing thought. You don't get too much of that crap with me, do you, Corey? No, you don't. (laughs) All right, well, hey. There's, There's still hope wow you hear this that is uh that's my solo cup with a whiskey in it by the way so don't think i'm that good a guy (laughs) all right i appreciate you guys i appreciate everybody for listening have a great day